On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. My name is Chris. Sitting next to me is... Lissa. And we are here on this afternoon. That's why I said good afternoon. This is the first time in a couple of weeks that we've actually done this in the afternoon. I've said that about five times already. So if When? In the afternoon. When's so that? A.M. or P.M.? So if you are listening to this in the morning, good morning. If you're listening to this at night, good evening. But thank you for listening. We're here another week down, another week to go. It seems like the world has lost its mind with the coronavirus stuff. Uh, and yeah. That's, oh, you have a sinus infection again. I have a sinus infection. that I, It never quite left me. Mm. It's, it was lingering and it, you know. It made me believe that it was gone, but it wasn't. But luckily, I'm on my medication right now, so I don't believe it to get any worse. I'm wearing a mask so I don't get infected. Right. and Because Chris is always getting me sick. Right. And it's weird that Lissa actually has surgery this week, and our little baby had has a mask on right now, too. Don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in this house is wearing a mask. In vitro mask. In vitro, Yes. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, we got one implanted on her. Yes. So we're protected. Dogs have one. They're good to go. Um, but again, it does seem like we have just lost our minds right now. It's yeah. really sad. Um, but hey, wash your hands, wash your butt. And hopefully, you know, if you come across it, uh, hope for the best. But there's really nothing more you can do to prep yourself for for that. It's going to be in your area. It's been here before. You know, just be calm. Turn off the TV. Do something else because the TV is freaking people out. Right? Yeah, sure. I mean, I volunteer at the hospital and it's not something that I think about that often because... But honestly, if you turn on the TV, the radio, a podcast... Yeah, I don't. I don't. Even this right now, we're talking about it. But I mean, like, you're talking about it in some place. At work, yes. you hear about it. It's just... We're inundated with it. It's a lot. Yeah, and it's a it's a little misrepresentative of the actual threat. Just Correct. a little bit. And that's but, the thing. I mean, know, it is scary. I get it. You definitely, you know, if you're elderly. Any infectious disease yeah. is, is scary, but, Infants. Know, I mean, that again, it's like, oh, great time to bring again, infant into the world. You just, you have to look just at the percentages yeah. and the likelihood of it happening and your overall health and... I mean, guess what? The mania won't add any benefit right. to what's happening. You cannot and live your life in um, paralyzed by the fear. No, because otherwise, like, again, the percentage of you dying by car accident or whatever. like We're just used to cars, higher. though, and that's the thing. We're, <laughs> we're so scared of the unknown, though. If they reported, like, three people in your area died of a car accident or, you know, it's just It'd like... It'd be like every couple hours. It's, um, again, misrepresentative of the actual threat. People and are afraid of the unknown. That frustrates me from a journalism perspective. 
And that's all I have to say about that. Just wash your hands. That's really happy birthday. Sing happy birthday twice. Wash your hands. That's what we do at the hospital. Cough into your, the your elbow area. Try not to wipe your face, even though it's really hard. I mean, for God's sake. But just the hysteria with like everything, soap, and I was talking to my sister, and I talked to you about this. Don't understand the run on going to get toilet tissue, like. Yeah, I know. I understand. My guess is people think that. This isn't the norovirus. Right. But people think you're going to be locked up in your house for a long period of time. So you want to make sure you have toilet tissue. Other than that, it it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's not a digestive It's kind of weird. Like, I've got to have toilet tissue. For what? Yeah. I mean, like, I personally don't wipe my butt during this time. They're dry. Yeah. I mean, that's, you you just let it hang and then you keep it moving. And then it'll fall off sometime. Let it fall off at some point. Yeah. It's like a, a... What's it? A belly button? Yeah. A newborn belly button? <laughs> the tail just comes right off? Oh my God, that's so gross. Yep. As you're walking in the middle of a meeting. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. That oh, one's that been fell. lingering around for a little bit. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that to come yeah. off. Woo! <laughs> feel much better now. Anyway, who's, who would like to start? <laughs> anyway, ooh, who brought the muffins? <laughs> you know those little brown bagel chips okay, and Chex see, Mix? <laughs> you always go one step too far. You always go one step too far. <sighs> okay, so, good? yeah, what's the surprise we're talking about? No, we're, we're going to go through a couple things okay. before we do that. This past week um, was Election Day, Super Tuesday, Super Tuesday in our area where, what was it, like 13 some odd states, something like that, went out to vote for their Democratic uh, candidate. And you did not vote, of course. You were this is kind of like in person yeah. absentee voted. Yep. Because I had to take Optimus down to get surgery on his teeth. And before we talk about mm-hmm. that, though, we don't want to get into okay. it. Okay. Um, you feel good about your vote? <laughs> I I don't want to talk about. Did you me think personally? I wasn't going to mention that? Yeah, I do because that's very personal. Oh, stop it! You're not one of those people. I, you have no, you have no problem telling people who you voted for. I don't feel like getting into it. So no, we don't have we, to get into can it. Can we not speak details, please? <laughs> I just, I just wish everyone happy, could have seen the look that I got when I said that. I'm happy I voted. That's all that matters. The voter turnout was great huge yep and it has been huge for the past few elections off year special elections and um that's very promising yep and that's something that i've really focused on i have a very i'm very personally invested in this because i have worked to register vote voters and you know whether it's high school students or new citizens so this is something that over the last couple of years has been I've been really really interested in because I feel like that is the most impactful thing that we can do. Again, I've talked about this before. Improving yeah. the foundational element elements of our democracy. So it's not partisan. We are literally improving our democracy by registering voters, re- redistricting reform, and then giving more people giving people the rights that they should have had all along yeah you do a good thing and now i'm out of breath yeah i could tell you were you were i get excited plus i have body parts poking through me so like it's kind of difficult to yeah they're not they're not my own they're not chris's either her mask is a little tight yeah it's just like things (laughs) she's rearranging adjusting your mask her surgical mask slipped a little bit yeah. So election day went by. Um, yeah. It went by, and 
the reason why you had to absentee vote is because you took our little bastard to get his what we thought would be a lot of teeth removed turns out it was only like four and we thought that one of the reasons why we decided to do this with optimus is because of the great results we had with our other dog curly once he got his teeth taken out and he had all but two removed Mm -hmm. um he became so much more pleasant he was happier um, just the, cuter too. Just I mean, the best aside dog from ever. His tongue sticks out permanently. He's just adorable. But with Optimus, as we said in the last episode, you know, we play this game like was that his butthole or was that his mouth? And we obviously first off, we do not play this game. <laughs> it's not like, hey, was that his butt or his mouth? That's not a first off. That's not a game. That's a game. You play that. That's a risky. I game. just say whatever smells. Is Whatever just, that was. Yeah, it's really bad. I'm not playing that game. I don't so know what you're talking about. Optimus is part, he's half Jack Russell Terrier, half mini pincher. And Curly is a Bichon poodle mix of some sort. So Terrier he mix. genetically is just, his mouth was just absolutely on another level of disgust. Yeah, his disgusting. teeth were rotting out. They were they were floating in his mouth. Yeah, they were they were all loose. So anyway, when we, when we took him, there was an expectation that he would have to get a lot of teeth removed. With Optimus, we knew <laughs> he looked up. the vet knew the vet told us that he had to get his teeth removed and cleaned, but we just didn't know how many. And because he had he has never he hasn't been under under to have that procedure because he will bite a vet because he is an asshole. Um, so we took him down to the Helping Hands, which is in Richmond, and they are a, an affordable uh, surgical operation for pets. And I was expecting to pick Optimus up like I did Curly. Curly was had bloody saliva, so out of it, a cone, had sutures. I asked, I was like, oh my gosh, what happened here? And they're like, he has all but two teeth left. I was like, holy moly. So Optimus, I didn't think that he would only have two teeth left, but when I get there, he... <laughs> they bring him out. He's wagging his tail. He's fully alert. He is. It's like nothing has happened. I I know collar. I was like, so he. How many teeth did he ever move? They're like four. He was missing two, <laughs> and it was like. Optimus is stronger than he death. is the most resilient dog on we've this ever planet. come across. The it's instructions ridiculous. that they brought, they took home, that I took home said, you know, don't let them walk up steps. They might be a little woozy because of the anesthesia. Don't let them jump on the couch. Don't let them eat hard food. There might, he might not eat at all that night. He ate, he jumped. Everything. He, nothing changed. Nothing. Absolutely, absolutely nothing thought, changed. Again, he whines when we touch him weird, right. in a weird way. This, he had no problem recovering. He was already searching for his hard bone to chew on, He, which we took, we did not allow him to. But the next day, the vet calls. They're like, how's Optimus doing? I was like, it is as if he did not have any surgery. He is totally fine, yep. perfect. And there's our 13-year-old dog. Yeah. Thanks, four, buddy. Thanks for being you. Four teeth fewer. Yep. And just as much of an asshole as he was a week ago. We love you, buddy. Uh, he's so cute. Uh, while you were in Richmond, you decided to pamper yourself a little bit. I did, you would yeah. Would like to describe that? I was looking at things to do, to um, yeah, like you just said, pamper myself. I am in. Yeah. Yeah. Last week I was I was on my way into the thirty fourth week of my pregnancy, and I've been doing monthly prenatal massages to get my ju- juices flowing, <laughs> if you will. Ew. No, I won't. So I was like, what can I do that will be good for me? My back, my upper back is sore, so this will be an interesting, interesting thing to you know, 
again, pamper, pamper myself. And I found, excuse me, I found a salt float, salt float therapy, Mm -hmm. which is you get yourself in a medium temperatured body of water that is full of a bunch of Epsom salt and soak for an hour, just floating nude. And it was so very relaxing after 30 minutes. I was a little bit like, I was trying to get my bearings the first 30 minutes, but after the last 30, once I closed the pod door, which is can be a little claustrophobic, so I tested it out. But it was like I was floating in a womb. My baby was floating in my womb. I felt the baby move a lot. It was like it created tiny little ripples in the water. <laughs> Mm-hmm. By it moving, it was a wild experience. But it was. Did you feel more relaxed, more balanced, more? I felt in control of your felt thoughts. Re- felt relaxed. It felt very meditative. Mm-hmm. The um, the the salt made my skin feel very soft afterwards, and the it was a it was a positive experience. And I would do it. And there uh, there are a number of benefits to it for specifically for pregnant women, but like anyone, like it relaxes your muscles yeah, yeah, and yeah. your. The soreness because the Epsom salt, I think it has magnesium in it. So then that helps with um, muscle soreness, et cetera. So, I mean, just the whole the whole thing was a, a really great experience. That's great. So I enjoyed myself. It was something new. And if I have the opportunity again. I will definitely have to try it. I will you, definitely. Yeah, for, especially for <laughs> athletes. For sure. Like, your body's sore from working out. It is a really good recovery. So I enjoyed it. I'm sure if you have any experiences or anything like that, reach out. If you know of anyone who does it in our area, I do. And we'll be reaching out to him this week, I'm sure. Um, Reach out. Let us know your experiences, your thoughts. We'd love to hear because we don't have that much of uh, information on it from people that we know. Just what we read online. So it'd be nice to hear. I just told you. Yeah, but I just heard you. No, you're not. Okay, well. Hmm. Sure. Hmm. That's nice. Sorry. Wonderful. My opinion is not enough. My opinion's enough. I just told you how I felt and how great it was. Oh, okay. Listen to me, man. Sorry. All right, let's get into our topic, shall we? Um, It's not positive. It's not negative. It's just concerning. So I don't know what he's about to say. No, Lisa has no idea. It's something that I've been, I've actually struggled with for the past. I don't know, two years, two and a half years, but actually more recently, as in like the last uh, four months. Okay. For me, it's becoming increasingly harder for me to bite my tongue on certain things and certain topics, depending on where we are. So... More than not, the topic at hand is usually politics. And I know when you were young, your parents always said, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics at work or around a bunch of people you don't know. That still reigns true. But, you know, one of the quotes that I love, and I'm going to butcher it, and I actually have it on the top of my Facebook thing, is uh, it's something, and you can help me if I, when I get this wrong, but it's like in times of stress, we won't remember the discretions of our enemies but the silence of our friends or something like that Mm -hmm. and essentially what that means is when shit hits the fan i'm not going to remember the really bad people i'm going to remember my friends who sat back and didn't do anything just because it was comfortable not to do anything so i'm seeing more and more like hypocrisy on certain sides of 
politics or or hypocrisy just in life where you know a guy it's okay for a guy to do one thing but the moment a female does it it's completely wrong and people want to say something about it and like my friends or people who i consider close to me don't call it out or don't say anything because it would be awkward and so i don't know how to deal with it because it's something that i struggle with every single day i heard about a scenario uh at work where one of my coworkers. Let's just call him uh, Chad. Chad, sure. Let's call. Chad told me that there were two people in the workroom talking about. Well, first off, they were, <clears throat> and I don't like this, and everyone knows Eileen, I'm hardcore liberal, but there were two very conservative people in the mailroom talking loud so that people could hear about how they were really frustrated about the whole uh, Super Tuesday nonsense because they went and voted for Bernie Sanders because they thought Bernie Sanders would be killed by Donald Trump. and Metaphorically speaking. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> not literally. Um, you don't know, those conspiracy exactly, theorists exactly, are wild. That Bernie Sanders would get crushed by Donald Trump in the election, and they tried to rig the vote, and now it's so important to get every conservative out because Democrats are ruining the world. Now, I was not there. So they think, hold on, this is so funny because so many, like, so many Bernie Sanders supporters think the total opposite. It, absolutely. And right. that Biden mm-hmm. is right. will not win. Right. <laughs> this is exactly. this is interesting. Yeah. But I didn't think the sabotage would be Well, here's the thing, and then they make sense. They know that Bernie Sanders won't win the Midwest or the South. I, but they think that Biden can definitely win the Midwest and have a better chance in the South. So they were just talking about oh, See, there he goes. There he goes. There. There they go. They hate politics. Yep. Do you want to... No, no. I want him to know that I'm disappointed. Optimus. (laughs) I think we have order. Okay. Uh, No, so... It's frustrating to hear that because, again, I wasn't there. But I know if I was there, I would have said something that I would not or should not have said. Like I think about how my parents raised me and what I would have said in that situation. Yeah, but but I also don't think if I, me saying something would have been wrong, like me personally. So go ahead, what were you gonna say? What I was gonna say is I'm sure they were saying what they were saying because they felt that they were in a safe place to say what they- That's s- not a safe place though, because the people who walk through there, there's a lot of people who are hardcore liberals. So you can't say that in a mail room. If you want to say it in the confines of your well, office so or your car. So the only thing they said was that they think that Bernie Sanders, by voting, they voted for him to sabotage. Right, but they needed to get the vote out for conservatives because Democrats oh. were ruining the world. So that's the part oh, where okay, it was like, okay. okay, sit the fuck down. So I don't know how to deal with it because I'm telling you, I'm getting to a point where it's not going to be possible for me to close my mouth. So I have... I. I have worked on this for a while. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like religion. We've talked about this before. Or, you know, someone, a man who loves another man. Those situations don't affect your views. So you're you're confident in your own Correct. spirituality or your sexuality <clears throat> yep. or your marriage mm-hmm. or your, your views that other people's opinions don't right. 
don't but, have, have any bearing but you're spewing on hatred and nonsense and bullshit so don't, if you have a different opinion of mine which is fine say whatever you want i don't care your opinion can't be wrong i've said this before you have the right to have an opinion but i don't have to respect your opinion like i don't need to if you say i'm a republican or i'm a conservative cool what, that's what, your thing what's that's your fine. what's your issue that you're you want to speak you're, out yeah, I'm going to say something one of these times. Yeah. And it's not going to it's it's not going to be good. Yeah, like, but if I you're can't, if you're coming from a place It's not gonna be controlled or measured. If you're, yeah, if you're but that's the <clears> thing, <throat> like you are letting someone else's opinions or words affect 100%. your That's why I mentioned this, because I'm tell I'm asking you and asking the audience, what can I do to help my mental well being because it's not going well right I now. I got something for you. Starts with an M, ends with an Asian, and it's not master in the middle. B. I know what it is, and I do that. Well, I. But that. Uh, it's meditation for those who did not get that. And they're like, hmm. Um, I, I do that, but it's not enough. It, well, it, meditation, if I do it twice a day, is not going to be. A, it's not enough for. Again, I'm talking more so the silence of my friends. Yeah, and I've had to come to terms with that too because I was, I was very angry, mm-hmm. and it took me a lot of deep thinking to not be bothered by the silence of my friends and the hypocrisy, knowing some of the things they posted. For example, before the election about oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton, and it's sure. like. How can you, but like to also do some work in understanding how the human mind works, like um, cognitive dissonance and yep. um, what's it called when you're, uh, my mind is, this is how it, it's not working right now. But there are a number of things that humans just naturally do that I, I've said this before that I can't get as angry when I realize that I'm just as guilty of the things. I, sure. it may manifest in a different way, but I have, there's a lot of work that I've done not to be accepting of other people necessarily in 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 the craziness because I have to deal with it regularly mm-hmm. and and very fringe stuff every single day but like it I understand empathy yeah and I understand oh, I'm sorry I'm cutting you off no I mean it's just my mind my mind is a little scattered because obviously we didn't talk about this but like there's just a lot of work that you have to do to understand the human condition, yeah. have empathy, know that people are coming from a different place than you. Yeah, and, uh, sure, and I and I get it. And it's, that other people's opinions has or have opinions have no bearing on what you do. So like, I have personally also been able to. We talked to your parent. <laughs> talked to your parents about how your dad can't survive another four years under this administration because he gets so emotionally wrapped up into this. Confirmed. I have personally decided to channel my frustration and anger into advocacy. And that, you feel like you have a little bit of control when you're helping make the system a little better. But I understand what you're doing and I understand that works for you. And I I just know... Right. I just know that won't work for me. It's not that... Oh, it's so frustrating because again, I understand that people are going to have a difference of opinion, and I I respect that. It's cool. No one, I don't want you to agree with me because then what's there to to learn from or debate or anything? But I, it's hurtful 
for me to look at some of my friends and say, hey, man, you see what's happening here and you're sitting on the sidelines because you don't want to you don't have to necessarily be vocal about something, but you do need to call something out. Like you do need to, you they don't do have need to, to do anything. You're right, but in order to stay friends with me, yeah. you need then to call. You, that's, but that's, that's, where that's where my dilemma is, and that's where it ends. Is like, there's no, I have no interest in people who aren't here trying no, I, to change the world and yeah, but who it, are compassionate and loving. And um, I mean, those are ba- basic, basic human things. And the world's problems are not yours to solve. That's like number one. Correct. And you can't change. We talked about this last week. I mean, like you can't change someone's perspective or views. They have to come to it themselves. And the only thing you can do is like, not that the burden is ever on you, but if you if you have an opportunity to talk to someone whose views differ from yours, then you talk to them. But see, that's in. We've talked about this before as if well. If you want to, but yeah, it's not my responsibility again, for someone but it to shouldn't be, be enlightened. It, it, it by, isn't your responsibility, right. but it also. <clears throat> isn't their responsibility to, to mm-hmm. change anything. It's not. No, but it, it, the the conversation becomes difficult when I don't talk to someone as much as I used to and then they say, you know, well, why, you know, we're not hanging out like we used to. But there's a reason why. Because Well, then why could you have an honest conversation <laughs> with them about the reason why that you're you you have seen inaction? And you don't really respect it, so you've kind of eased, I've, I've had eased the, back. I've had the conversations before, as uncomfortable as they are for them, because it's not for me. I have no problem having these conversations because I feel very strongly towards how they, you know, what their position is. It's just, you know, right now we're in March. It's going to get 10 times worse by the time we get to November. And I just, I'm looking for help dealing with certain situations and i just you know whether it comes from you whether it comes from something i look at youtube or whether i'm reading about something or or listening to a podcast and learning about something there has to be a better way because right now you know it's one thing to have you know a, a big group of friends my circle of friends is so small that it can't afford to get any smaller it really can't for it, my sanity, it can't. Oh yeah, no way. Because no. like yesterday, for example, was it yesterday? No, it was it was yesterday where we were talking about politics, and you were like, "I can't talk to you about this anymore." And I'm like, "You're my only outlet. I can't talk." No, I to said, any- "I don't want to hear about this." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's not fair because you're the only person I can really have an outlet with because no one else." gets to the level that we get to like we're really breaking down certain it's not even politics really it's not about like oh i think biden is better or bernie it's nothing really to do with that it has to do with like topics and yeah exactly issues uh, another thing that has helped me if you are coming if you are actually asking me for what i've done because again i get i can get very emotionally wrapped up into things that affect human humans like in a negative way that are evil and <laughs> I, I guess I should say no more, but mm-hmm. I have to also step away from that and realize that that's, that's happening. Terrible things are happening. Bad things have always happened, but choosing to see the positive, choosing to see the good and knowing that my, 
the circle of people that I engage with, like you could get wrapped up into this, the, the frenzy of, of everything being terrible and it's the worst thing ever and all of that. But it again, it's like the coronavirus, the news. It's a misrepresentation of what's actually happening in the world. So I've done, I have, uh, I have weeded out a lot of the, a lot of in, information, news, whatever, that doesn't serve me mentally. Not that I don't know what's going on in the world. (laughs) Chris always asks me about my sources. But there are wonderful things that are going on that aren't being discussed because it is so inundated with negativity. So when I think about my daily, like a, a week, let's say, the people that I'm hanging out with are some of the kindest, smartest people I've ever, you know, that are on this earth. When you are volunteering there naturally it attracts people like that. So like you are you are like curating your own what's happening in your head. You're creating that in a way because you're letting letting this stuff happen and violence begets violence as we've talked about and the same thing with your brain. It's like I was just giving you a second. I was just giving you a second to breathe because I knew you needed it. <laughs> but like the more good you see in the world the more good you're going to see, the more negative you're going to see. It's just this, it spirals out of control into negative, more negative, more negative. So if you, you can control how you react as we've talked about before, that's like one of your favorite quotes, but you can control how you react to a situation. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. 10% you, what happens to you. Yes, it's, all, you it's, it's true, mostly your brain either looking at the negative and, and focusing on that, on that, or seeing the positive. I'm not talking about rosy colored glasses or rose colored glasses. I'm not talking about like a uh, a view of the world that is not based in reality and it it it's all positive, happy, blah blah blah. It's just allowing yourself to see the progress that's been made, the great work that's being done, and letting that actually stick to your brain instead of all of the negative stuff that's happening. And to me, I've done that by training my rewiring the way my brain thinks that's how i've done it and i've done it through meditation mm-hmm. and masturbation what sorry you want to <laughs> scale back and when what? i said before i said it and it starts with m yeah i know no i know but then you just said that and like drop the mic and stop talking just joking about that last part i do meditate sure about that i mean also masturbation probably couldn't hurt either for some people but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> it's a whole different topic. Okay. Won't go down that road. Did that help you at all? I, I mean, know I, you I, think that you... No, you, no. Go ahead. Because you, you look at me when I talk to you about stuff like this and you're like, yeah, ideally... No, because I understand what you're saying. The only thing that I struggle with is you have found a solution that works very well for you. I have not found that yet. And, I, and what you are doing doesn't work for me i mean meditation works as much as but it possibly I think channeling can. your energy into something productive certainly does and if you are if your extracurricular activity you're working out doing the training stuff mm-hmm. at the gym or you're surrounded by you know let's say you're part of a group that is working on no, like it. a cause mm-hmm. that you're really yep. passionate about and again that energy is focused in a productive positive way yeah. so it's not that's your life that becomes the thing that your their your your brain is thinking about and it's yeah like all of this 
national news every day, blah, 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 international. But, like, when you stop to think, like, no, that's, like, like just what's happening in Virginia alone, to me, is so much bigger than what's happening sometimes on a national level because it actually is impacting us in a positive way, yet no one's talking about it. So, like, I just, it's, again, you're going to, humans are just conditioned to take that negative news, that negative information, and in our heads, we think that that is more accurate or more real than all the positive stuff that's happening. Because again, our our brains just suck up that negative stuff. Yeah, but <clears throat> you see, the way my brain works is your brain works just like everyone else's brain. No, it doesn't, because I'm fueled by the negative. But sometimes it's too negative to the point where I just want to scream but then also if i focus all of my attention on what i feel let's say for example one thing that i'm passionate about is the national popular vote and how we should do the popular vote and not have electoral college if i put all of my efforts and time into that and then i deal with someone who is against that then it drives me insane because it's something to me that's just there's no debate it's very black or white in this case. Yeah, but there's no you're you're working and advocating for something yep. that is going to take a, a while to but but you're still focused on the little the baby steps. It's not the marathon. What's that saying? It's not a marathon. No, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Yeah. So you first off you're also now creating you're creating conflict as if you're talking about talking to people about the national popular vote. Mm-hmm. Like you would be doing advocacy along the way, working to gain that momentum, canvassing whatever you're doing, and then eventually, when it's just like the ERA, it took it for fuck's sake, it took years, decades for that to pass. It's not over yet, and it's not over yet. And there's always something after that. <laughs> I don't want to say a battle, but like there's always something more to see. That's the to thing, accomplish though. and to. To work toward because progress is slow and steady and you that's that's just the nature of some of these issues and if you you know you were all in with the national popular vote like you're going to meetings and you're it's not just online advocacy like no i'm not talking about that like i know right now i have not put forth any effort writing letters with pushing, to the editor yeah, like there's so it. many not, things to do i understand that that's not my point my point was i know i could be doing more it's just the way it helped you was by doing more yeah that's not the way it's not going to help me but to to close to be so closed-minded about something like that like when you haven't even tried it is baffling it's not me being closed-minded it's just again you know how your body works your mind works i know how mine does yeah but i'm going to tell you that it's not going to work i will try it i will give it my all i guarantee you I you, will give it my all. You saying, I it's not going to work. Like you are already in. It's an, not going to. I know what you're saying. Like, well, if you already think you're going to fail, you failed. I get that. I'm just telling you. It's like saying, uh, putting Doritos in our house and then say, hey, you're not going to eat those. Uh yeah, I am. I'm telling you, I'm going to eat those. I failed before I even opened the bag. Because they're in the house. I don't get that metaphor, but I think that before you get that metaphor, no, you I know don't. exactly I just, what I'm talking now about. Now I want a bag of Doritos. Exactly. But you you can't go into something with that attitude 
Like you just, that's impossible. Like, yeah, you're not going to get I'm telling over this, you, this yes, negative I'm, I'm telling that you that it's going to work, but it's not going to solve the original problem, what I said about having to have a conversation or being measured okay. in what I'm trying to say. I, I will think it will help with your clarity and your focus and your emotional attachment to other people's inaction. Okay. Um, there was something else I was going to say about that too, that by, this is something that I've learned that like you could continue to complain about it and just feel helpless and sit back and not do anything. But, and while these people are not acting, it, you know, staying silent or whatever, not doing anything, well, you could be changing the world. Well, you could be getting up and doing something. And their inaction has no bearing on what you're doing. So all of these things that you're doing, you continue to do whether people are complaining about you or not doing anything at all. So it's like you're you're so you're, you would find such satisfaction in moving the ball forward that you're not even worried about who's in your rearview mirror. Like you're just continuing to keep it going. Yeah, I, I agree and with not, that. <clears throat> why do you care about people, people's opinions who don't? Because I work at a place that when I come to work or leave work, I see a Trump flag. Yeah, like but... it's frustrating. I get what you're saying, but like you are very fortunate to work in a place and I know what you have to do, like not your actual work, but you work in a city that for the most part feels the same way you do. So you're not inundated with all that BS. I'm not fortunate yeah, but to have that. So when I leave or when I come to work, I see something. When I leave, I, I see something. It's just, I, I it, oh, it just yeah, angers me so much. Your action or advocacy for a certain issue is more effective than a like a bumper sticker. Like a bumper sticker is nothing. It's not a bumper sticker. So, like, it's a big ass flag. Well, it's a flag. <laughs> it's a tattoo. Whatever it is, like oh. that to me is that is just a distraction and is meaningless action. So like, yeah, it's annoying. You don't want to see it. It's it's in your face. But like, what when you are doing something that is progressing an issue that you care about. Who cares when they there's you're surrounded by those bumper stickers. You're still doing your thing, achieving things, doing likely potentially the things that they disagree with, but you're doing them. And this is why I love you so much because you see what we should see. Like you live your life by seeing the positive, understanding there's going to be negative, and I live my life in the negative, hoping to see positive. And that's why we balance each other out so well. Like, you do it. I mean, the way I should live my life is the way you are currently doing it. I, For sure. Well, this, It's just a struggle for me to get there. It's not... It wasn't... It's not... A, it, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't an opportunity for you to go, like, to you to feel bad because I you don't can't. feel bad. This is... I, I'm opening up because it's something that I'm struggling with. And I know by talking to you or just getting it out it'll help me so yeah this is not i'm not i don't feel bad at all i'm just it's where i am right now can i tell you something that i've done in the past specifically no. about no you can't with tell me regard to people whose political views i strongly disagree with whose political views are hateful i meditate on their well-being and i meditate on yeah i'm not doing that i love you nope 
I love you for this. I love you for that. No, it's not. I love, it, it to me. Those are the people like you know the things where someone kills their family member and like, oh, I've already forgiven you. Not nah, sorry, bro. I not the one. Wish them well. Cool. And I wish them. I love you for clarity. That. Yep. And I wish, I wish everyone, um, is is abs- removed of ignorance if that's the word. The absolved. I don't know if that's the word I'm thinking about, but well, I will just. I hope that they find. The light. I, here's the thing. I say my prayers every single day. And the last thing I say is I go through my whole spiel about blessing everybody. And I say, and God bless my enemies. Mm-hmm. I always do that. I mean, you framing it as your enemies is kind of, I would say that's a little problematic. No, but... it's not. I, even my enemies. And when I say enemies, I mean like someone who hates me before they even say anything to me because of the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. So they would be my enemies, not someone who I disagree with. Right. I'm talking about people who wish death upon me, not like, yeah, you know, I get it. you have a different opinion. That's not it. It's but I do. I do wish I wish the best for everybody. Um, I read Thomas Jefferson took the Bible and he crossed out all of the miraculous. Like, yeah, like the Thomas Jefferson Bible. supernatural mm-hmm. Jesus stuff. And basically what you get at the end of it is just the morality. We have it somewhere. Yeah, I say we have a copy of it, but. I have not read, I mean, I've read the Bible through in Catholic school, but like it was like this passage or this passage, not the whole way through. I read the whole Jeffersonian Bible and the part that stuck out to me, which is like the most obvious is just. The part where they talk about banging slaves. Yes. They, that was, yes. Deuteronomy. Mm, that was um, a good one. 417. Mm-hmm. One 469. Above <laughs> Come on. It was right there for you. Come uh, on. But the, the, the parts about love, like love thy neighbor, like there's yeah. no other, and I'm there's something else that goes back to empathy, but in it, which everyone does not know. But it goes there. There's something in particular. Maybe it was as simple as that, but I wrote it down and it's in my notebook somewhere. I have to pull it out, but that's it. Like absolutely loving the people who you disagree with, and I know that that's a controversial thing, but there's no, but. But that, but this, it's if you can love something, there is no not you're, love, not but holding, just caring you're not for holding some hatred empathy. in your. I'd have to again. I have to find it because it's not just like as simple as I just go back to empathy. Like this is the one trait that I tell my leadership kids nonstop mm-hmm. that if there's one thing that they should work on or one thing they should have in their life is empathy, and everything else will work itself out. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's literally no point to have hate in your heart for either know, but it's hard. hate in your mm-hmm. heart for hard. the people who you disagree with, who well, are sure. agitating you. Just removing that from your heart is the only thing that you can do because that is it's the only thing you can control. It is pure health. You are so you are you. That's pure freedom when someone else is not controlling your emotions. Yep. And if you're coming about it from a place of love. And not like sappy. Our dogs might bark again because they also hate love. Uh, like not a sappy place. They hate but politics and love. They just truly like. You just don't have hate in your heart. Like. Right. That's it. That is it. <laughs> and we're done. We're out. Um, thanks for that therapeutic sesh. Well, I don't. I hope that you. I hope that you found. Why are you sniffing me? I don't know. Some Do smells. I smell? Some smells. Hmm. I'm, he's still sniffing me. Okay, stop it. 
Something. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, if you listen to this and can help me. I just told you. Just like Here the salt float. Oh, gosh. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys have a fantastic week. And we have a week. Well, never mind. We're not even going to say that. We'll save that. Um, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy. Enjoy. Have a good week. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.